Episode 357, Find Your Power Places, Bardeluz. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast, Live Limitless. I'm Adam Lewis Walker, host of Awaken Your Alpha, the number one men's development podcast for inspirational stories and strategies to thrive as a man. As a coach, keynote speaker, and best-selling author, it has been my mission going on four years on the podcast to bring you the best, the very best, the struggles, the action, and to share the real journey with you. Please subscribe to support the show through ayalpha.com forward slash book. This episode is sponsored by TEDxCelerator. If you do want to do a TEDx talk, and that is something on your list for 2019 or even 2020, if your answer is yes to any of that, your best lesson to my free TEDx Essentials training that you can easily find in the show notes this episode. Jump into that and please, you know, if you have any questions or someone you know wants to do a TEDx, please don't hesitate. AdamWalkerUK at me.com is my personal email. That'll jump straight to me. Get to the podcast. Right. We've got an awesome one for you this time. Now is the time. We're going to look at like time mapping for business success. When I sh should I do what? Uh, we have Verdaluz on the line and he helps entrepreneurs and clients strategize when and where of life. So if that gets you curious, good. It gets me curious. We're going to delve straight into that. So Verdaluz, are you ready to awaken your alpha today? I am, sir. Thank you very much. It's a privilege to be here. Awesome. Thanks for being here. What are you all about? Is there anything you'd like to add to a really short intro from me? Wow. Well, uh, I've been really blessed for like since 2006 to help clients uh, discover, you know, the most optimum times for them to, for instance, invest in, uh, in, in working with different products and services, working with clients, hiring, uh, knowing when to travel, when to take time off. That's a lot of work that I, I love doing, very passionate about, especially for entrepreneurs. And then um, just I'm, I'm, I'm a big geek about uh, an area called astrolocality, which is how to find your power places around the world for different intentions, yeah. whether that's for financial growth or for finding maybe a beloved in your life, if that hasn't happened, or, or even finding the type of career that can be really powerful and, and in alignment with you. So uh, yeah, we could go on a lot of different yeah, things. I think we're, gonna, we're definitely going to talk about that because I know that's how we kind of connected as well. We were yeah. talking about traveling and um, that really, you know, I love traveling as well. And I, I know you're a big traveler and you're, a, you know, an author of two books, Codex of the Soul and Aquarius Dawns. Talk to us about, you know, your origins, where you're originally from. I know you've traveled around a bit. Yeah, uh, I'm from the Bay Area in California. My family still lives there. I uh, lived in Oregon, I lived in Colorado, and I've lived abroad. I've traveled to about 40 countries. So I do consider myself more of a digital nomad. But right now, I'm pretty grounded in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. When do you feel like you found your path? Like this is where you're going to dedicate and you're going to you know, push forward to achieve mastery? Well, yeah. Um, I mean... In, in high school, I was kind of drawn to, into like the arts and literature. And then, and then it, in college, I started moving to, into like psychology mm -hmm. and, um, and, and more spiritual growth. I started meditating in college. And then it wasn't until I started traveling more and I was in Asia that uh, I was doing a lot of studies of Buddhism and Hinduism and yoga and things like that. And then I... Uh, I had a few different astrology readings while I was in India and, and Asia, and that was a huge awakening for me. I'd, I'd never been um, too super exposed to it, 
Mm -hmm. I just knew about like sun sign columns and things like that. But once, once I, so, so I was skeptical, but I was also like, I'm not going to push it away because I just yeah. didn't know about it, you know? So I, um, I learned about specifically about Mars and Venus represent the sacred masculine and feminine in our chart. So what we want to be honored for in our masculine and feminine energies. And I, I was dating someone who revealed this to me and it was really spot on. And um, in addition to other kinds of readings, like a Vedic astrology, Indian astrology reading, and a Tibetan astrology, and all these systems were reflecting my own inner psychology, my motivations, and my patterns. And so I realized that my, my attraction towards like transpersonal psychology or more humanistic psychology was really like uh, encompassed in what astrology was about. So I was like, wow, this is laser pointed psychology in one session i can go right to these core patterns in someone that maybe being a psychologist would take me months you know to get to and that excited me yeah. and so then once i really started to study it around the age of 26 27 uh i really dove in deep and uh and committed myself to to being a professional astrologer and and coach and, and counselor because I knew I could always study it and I never get bored. It's endless. And that excited me that something I would learn the rest of my life in and, and also that I could help people and work one-on-one -on -one with people and also teach in groups, which I, I love to do. So yeah. it was a kind of a happy medium for everything and it's been really successful. Yeah. I know we're going to dig into astrolocality and, and just got kind of when and what should people do in terms of that sort of time mapping. But for someone who hasn't really come across this that much before or they have and they're skeptical. What are some of the, the benefits, just general benefits that you can see and, and maybe some of the, the quicker applications? Well, I think one of the biggest challenges we have these days is feeling overwhelmed and burnt out, you know, too many irons in the fire, like trying to do too much. And so one of the things that looking at your astrological birth chart can teach you in addition to this human design system, another system that I practice, both these tools are very accurate descriptions of your core patterns, what we call the archetypes inside of you, you know, what makes you up. And so one of the things, for instance, is, you know, how should I brand myself? That's a big question for a lot of people. Your birth chart tells you that. It tells you the archetypes, the patterns, the, the kind of uh, characters that are going to be most uh, you know, obviously seen by the rest of the world and something that you can really inhabit on a daily basis. So in terms of branding and marketing, you're going to get really key you know, tools to what's going to work for you as opposed to what different gurus are going to say is just going to work because it worked for them. Yeah. But that's their, that's their archetypes, you know, that's their chart speaking. And so what we're looking at is how to, how to be most authentically yourself. You as an individual understand those patterns and then be able to evolve those patterns. So it's really a lot about self-awareness, you know, as you understand your patterns, then you can take them to the next level and reach your maximum potential, be that alpha uh, <laughs> that you can be, you know? And, and so that's one of the biggest, um, you know, uh, ways that people can start to enter is just to look at, okay, how can I represent myself most? I also know as we talk about time mapping, when should I do what, you know, in terms of promoting myself, networking, uh, maybe travel for work, you know, taking time off. But that's a big thing. And I, I, that burnout thing comes because we're trying to do too much and often at the wrong time. So what astrology shows you, it's, it's actually your own personal time map. The major ways we can use this tool is to understand 
you know, when to do what, and, and that includes when to hold back and, and take a break and the exact uh, auspicious moments uh, to make your move or to not make your move, you know, to, to take some retreat, take some time for yourself, to be with your family um, and, and know the more, uh, the more appropriate times where the flow is going to be in your favor. And because of that, you're going to be more abundant in your energy. You're going to be more productive in your energy. So we're really looking at how to get you in alignment week by week, month by month throughout the year. And also you can really strategize long-term into the future. That's what's so cool with, with astrology is we can look years out. And, and, and this is helpful when you're building a business, you know, to have that long-term perspective in addition to knowing what's coming right around the corner tomorrow. And I know obviously this is such an individualized yeah. thing, especially when you work with people, which is what, you know, so powerful and useful. So can we, I mean, what are some of your traits and we can use you as almost like an example or a guinea pig to just sort of talk about some of the things you found about, about yourself that you've then sort of used to, you know, affect where you live and what you've done and aspects like that. Well, two things, there, there are some cycles and, and I can tell you a, a few of them um, that are more general that, that people can t- pay attention to. So we can jump into that uh, in a bit too. And that'll be some great tips for the listeners uh, for the, the rest of this year, 2019. Mm-hmm. But in my own life, um, what I noticed right away was uh, after I became kind of committed to astrology, I started to look at the, the cycle, uh, which, which everyone will go through. It's, it's a particular month of the year where, where the sun and usually other planets, which are just parts of your own psyche and your own character, where, where the sun is in your area of career which is the most, uh, it's the most prominent time of the year for your reputation to get out to, to, to the world and be really recognized and to be seen. So I started to watch that and I was like, wow, I'm super busy right now. Like I'm very visible right now. And over like, you know, now it's been 13 years, but over the first few years, I really watched that month. And then I also watched the time of the month when the moon was in that same area. So that's happening every month. Yeah. And what I noticed was, I was busier, I was doing more sessions with people and like my work was flowing. So then I used it more strategically and now every year I, I basically plan to do you know, some online courses or mm-hmm. in front of people during that time because I know it's gonna be a potentially very successful and highly visible time for myself. So that's, that's one really obvious thing that I work with clients in. You know? the time time of the year where you're going to be most visible prominent in the collective general terms like is there specific months that you kind of give that broader feedback that this is not a good month generally to do you know certain tasks and have you got any examples of that so someone listening and it may kind of confirm what people are naturally doing just almost from trial and error and they don't understand why but certain months just certain things do not work so well or if they do it just takes a huge amount of effort yeah, I mean, in one's personal chart, like if, if we're looking at, for instance, the opposite time of the year, as I just mentioned, mm-hmm. that, would be, that would be a time where you, you're, you're more with the family. This is the area of the home. You're working on your house. And if you try to be very, very uh, vocational, like in your calling out in the world, mm-hmm. you know, promoting yourself and things like that, it's totally not the, the time for that. And it'll be like, pushing the stone up the mountain and having it roll mm-hmm. back down on you. So that would be one I'd always tell people, you know, take some time, inner time at that, that moment or hang out with your family, you know? Um, so that's like a, an example in an individual chart. Now in terms yeah. of 
some general cycles. Like I can point to one coming up this summer uh, that picks up on something that maybe some of your listeners have, have heard about. It's, it's the most well-known uh, astrological cycle that affects pretty much all of us because we live in, in Mercury's world. It's called Mercury retrograde. Okay. And Mercury rules things like technology, travel, trade, so business and negotiations, you know, all of our online communications, phone communications. Mercury was the god of trade and, and travel. And so every three months, Mercury uh, does this cycle where we say he goes retrograde. And a lot of planets go retrograde. It looks like they go backward from mm -hmm. our perspective, even though they don't. And the way that we experience that is that whatever that planet represents, in this case, travel, trade, technology, it kind of goes backward or it goes haywire or it has challenges to it more so than other times of the year. And the way that we experience that is a lot more stress and hassle in the areas that Mercury rules. For, so for instance, you know, uh, you have travel delays, right? Or the computer's breaking down or the hard drive's breaking or the car needs more repair during that time. And so since we live in it's such a like technology-based communication-based world, this cycle is something that every entrepreneur, uh, every speaker, every business owner should have marked down in their calendars because it's going to bring usually communication challenges and tech and travel issues. So you can plan around this if you're going to do like a big launch, for instance, or yeah. you know any kind of big gig like that. Or for instance, like it's, it's not a good time to sign contracts in general because usually there's some vital piece of information that's missing during the Mercury retrograde. So then you sign a contract with someone hiring, buying a house, whatever it may be. And after the cycle, you're like, oh, wow, uh, I, we missed that. You yeah. know? And, and so usually there's big, I, I have a good example. There's a, another podcaster, She's, a, she's an entrepreneur as well. And we were talking in, in an interview I did with her and she was talking about the, the one that happened in December and she was trying to do a launch during that time. And she said it was a nightmare. Like all of her, <laughs> yeah, all of her tracking systems, you know, all of her automation stuff was just not working at all. And it just was, it was hugely, hugely challenging and stressful for, for her and her team. I can give the dates for- I was gonna say, when's, when's the next one? The next one is in the summer this year, uh, 2019. Uh, it starts July 7th, and then it ends on August 1st. And okay. so out of July, which, you know, in a way that that's also kind of usually a deader time of the year with, with like our, our marketing and stuff like mm -hmm. that. It's the center of summer. But particularly that time would not be the best time to launch anything, uh, to try to do a lot of, you know, promotion. It's a good time, though to really strategize the next few months, really create a plan. It's great to do like, like get, get your schedule in order, maybe do some of this kind of coaching work on your, on your business. So work on the business, but not put anything out there. And then you could also do a lot of work during the Mercury retrograde of integrating the three months that have come before. Who have you met? What kinds of ideas have you processed? What information have you synthesized? Because Mercury rules all those things. So we have to take time to integrate everything. We're going, we're going, we're going. And the Mercury retrograde is really about slowing down and letting your mental process actually like filter and, and analyze and put it all together so that you're ready to go 
another three months of kind of learning and networking and communicating. So it's a really good time for integration, uh, journaling, uh, putting all the pieces together, but not putting anything out there so much. And, and so that, that's a cycle that everyone should tune into uh, this summer. It's going to be uh, going to be there in um, good chunk of, of July. Yeah. I'd say that's, that's actually quite good timing. <laughs> like the, yeah. the practical elements of summer. Definitely. Awesome. So I want to talk a little, dig into a little bit more about this astro locality and definitely want to talk about the time mapping and we've, we've touched on that already, but the astro locality, I know that's what we we first started talking about when we met. So finding your power places. I mean, I don't know, really know where to start with this when it's not on that individual one-to-one nature, because obviously I know there's a, there's a huge aspect of that, but yeah. is there anything you could talk about that concept and, you know, maybe try and um, ultimately some ideas that might convince some of the skeptics listening in? Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, most of us, you know, if we've traveled at all or we've, we've relocated at all like yourself, you know, we, we know that the, there's different energies in different places for us. They, mm-hmm. they feel different, the, the community, how we resonate with the location, what kinds of opportunities are there. So what astrolocality or locational astrology is, it's actually mapping that process for you. It's, it's a simple idea, really. Like every astrologer will ask you where you were born. So mm-hmm. in astrolocality, we, one of the techniques we use, there's actually a number of techniques layered on each other. It's quite complex. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, one of the techniques we use is uh, like essentially relocating your chart as if you were born in these different places that you may travel to or you okay. may relocate to. So what happens is we get a sense of what kinds of energies will be most prominent and dominant for you in that location. So what are, what's going to be the biggest influences there for you? And then my work is to translate, okay, here's, here's the strongest planets or energies there for you. How best can you work with that? Right. And what, what opportunities are there for you? What challenges may come up there for you? And also we have to look at a location at a certain time, which is something called cyclocartography, cycles over, over maps or cycles <laughs> that we study in locations. So it's kind of like forecasting in a certain region because sometimes you have a cycle that you might want to pick up on for a couple months or for an entire year. And that's going to be very influential for a set amount of time, but not necessarily permanently, you know? So that becomes really important. Again, people are like, for instance, doing a live event. They want to they wanna, uh, speak or maybe they want to find places where they, they could go speak. That would be an ideal um, tool to use to know places that your work, like if you're selling from the stage, for instance, yeah. could really pop off, you know, and, and that would be a great way to use it, right? Or you want to go on a book tour, mm-hmm. you know, that, that could be another way to use it and really get strategic about that because for whatever we want, we have different locations that will be better for us or more optimal for that intention. So one of the things I always ask clients is, you know, what are your intentions for relocating or traveling or moving? And, uh, and, and then what, what places are you really drawn to? We try to put those together and then we, we, we create just a, a kind of story of what possibilities are there. And I've, I basically studied this from the very beginning in astrology because I knew I always wanted to continue to travel. I probably wasn't ever going to be fully happy in the U S <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, and, and that's how I've kind of 
made decisions in a lot of my travels in the last mm, 10 years or so. Um, and I've had a lot of success in, in places that I never would have thought, like, like Central Eastern Europe. You yeah. know, I ended up teaching there multiple years in a row, uh, live workshops, doing readings, doing healing work for people. I'm curious, did, was that kind of, you found yourself there and then kind of go back and check and then finding out that that was actually one of your power places or did you do this process and think actually i'm gonna go yeah i i did that very proactively because i i knew that i had uh one of the most expansive opportunistic uh planets and energies there which is the jupiter energy and um and because my work is very jupiter it's about teaching it's about bringing new philosophies to people's lives so i saw that 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 energy was there for me and then I strategically applied, you know, to, to teach at a couple of festivals and events mm -hmm. through that. I had uh, some last minute opportunities that came to me. And then through that, I met other people that then offered to host me in teaching. And so one thing led to another, led to another. And just like Jupiter brings, Jupiter brings sort of fortune and, and synchronicity and being in the right place at the right time. So I did that very strategically and I've, I've done that in a few different places. Um, you know, and then I've looked back, you know, before I even knew this tool, when I was traveling, like in my early twenties and I saw where I had a lot of challenges and locations yeah. and I wish I had had that information, you know? So I think it's one of the best tools I say, you know, if people are going to do one astrology reading in their life, uh, do that because like most of us want to know where we can be really successful and you could even not even move and use it because you could, you could attract clients, for instance, if you have yeah. you know, a national or international client base, which a lot of us do, like you can start to, um, you know, try to attract clients from, from those locations or network with people from there or go to a conference in that location and, and some magic will really happen. You know? What exactly is your birth chart? What does that mean? Um, and anything, kind of the fundamentals of astrology and something that, you know, underpins a lot of the stuff we're talk we've been talking about. Sure. Uh, so your birth chart is, is the, the, the picture of the sky the, the, where the planets were, all the planets, Mars and Venus and the moon mm -hmm. and the sun, um, at the moment of your birth, when you took your first breath. So there's a, a basic uh, supposition or assumption that that moment that you took your first breath was very sort of intentional in your soul. Mm -hmm. And that astrology and, and other systems like numerology and, and human design, they're all based on this, this principle that at the moment we're born, we have this... Uh, blueprint from above so mm -hmm. there's a, a principle called as above so below that the ancients used and we still use today so if we study what's happening above we can understand what's happening below or in the sky and on the earth and so that's always been the basis for for astrology it's it's actually the oldest science in in the world i mean the first civilization like in babylon in sumer and then you go into egypt and india and all these other civilizations they always had astrologers studying what was going on in the the patterns and the constellations and then what was happening on the earth you know mm -hmm. so, so it's a very old old science the more you study about it and then then over the last century, it's become more of an art form of coaching and counseling because, you know, how you translate that to a client is, is where the, you know, the, the art of, of doing this, this work of, of helping or assisting or supporting another person is. And there's a simple principle too, like Carl Jung, the great psychologist who you know, really came up with the idea of the collective archetypes or the collective unconscious, 
he said at, at the end of his life, he was doing astrology readings for all of his clients. And he said, you know, like a fine wine, you know, that ripens at a certain time and it has the best year, right? You know, yeah. just every wine is like, it's the same thing with, with astrology. The birth chart is, is nothing more or less than that. You know, we have times that we ripen and that we, we really can, can meet our fruition and, and also years and months and periods of time where, where we're not as maybe powerful or strong yeah. or anything like that. So that's a simple principle. And it's been used by uh, everyone from a JP Morgan who said millionaires don't use astrology, billionaires do. <laughs> he, he worked with one of the most famous astrologers of all time, Evangeline Adams, who worked with people like Joseph Campbell and Charlie Chaplin and royalty from around the world. You know, it's been used by presidents like Ronald Reagan and Theodore Roosevelt. Um, okay. To, yeah, to, to financial Wall Street brokers and bankers. They, they use it to know when to invest. Um, and then, of course, we use it for, for, for instance, you know, families, understanding our, our children, you know, how, what kind of education will support them, understanding our relationships, both personal and professional, and the interpersonal dynamics in those, and how we can really be more uh, conscious in, in those relationships and compassionate. So we can use astrology for so many applications, and that's that's why they're practicing it because it's a really uh, practical tool in a lot of areas. That's why I call my podcast the Practical Esoteric because it's about bringing these tools that that seem kind of out there or just into really really basic daily use. So talking, we've been talking on cycles and sort of times of year, but one of the things you mentioned in in your information as well is sort of influencing the structure of your daily life. I mean, is there, have you got any sort of other practical applications that, that you use? Yeah, I, well, the, the human design system is also very, very helpful. This is a different tool that mm -hmm. is, is, it's almost like astrology, but it's actually a channeled system. It came in in the, the, the mid eighties. Now it's been practiced all over the world now for you know a couple of decades. But what's really unique about it is it synthesizes a few tools together, but it actually shows you patterns in your genetics. And those patterns in your genetics uh, give you a certain strategy to make decisions in your life and to approach some of those daily tasks. And so, for instance, with things like um, your living environment, uh, your sleeping space, um, you know, how you get conditioned or influenced by environmental factors, the people you work with, the people you live with, uh, children or your wife or partner or anything like that. Human design is showing where you are picking up energies in the space and also where you're defined or you have a genetic kind of reliability in who you are as an individual. And so that gives us a lot of strategies sort of on a daily basis of the best ways of working with your energy. Uh, and then we can apply some of the, the cyclical work when we look at your, your astrology chart and look at, okay, this, this week, this is some of the strongest energy for me. These are some of the opportunities for me. Yeah. And you, you know, we can drill down, you know, week by week and then also get the big picture on these larger cycles. Some of them are lasting two or three years that you'll go through and how best to work with those. So from the micro you know, of the daily to the macro, that's the value of using these systems you know, so that you understand yourself the most so that then you can give your service back to the world with a lot more confidence and ease and flow. Cool. Well, you made it to the alpha round. So I want to start that, start that off with, is there a particular quote, a favorite quote of yours, or just a quote that is kind of your approach to life? Two of them off the bat is carpe diem and know thyself. So carpe diem, Ooh. see you today, and yeah. then 
the Delphi, the Oracle Delphi, uh, which I got to visit last year is amazing. Um, you know, it has inscribed there, know thyself. And, um, I, I love this Tony Robbins quote of, uh, identify your problems with focus on solutions. Yeah. Some great quotes yeah. there. I lo love a quote. <laughs> yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, is there a particular book that's been very impactful for you? There's a lot of potentials there. Um, mm -hmm. I'd say that, um, well, there's a, a spiritual text that has taught me quite a bit, uh, A Course in Miracles. Uh, mm -hmm. That teaching is very phenomenal. It's quite dense. Yep. And then um, uh, my studies of Tantra Yoga have been very, very, very powerful. And there's a fantastic book in this called Tantra Illuminated. And mm -hmm. I've, I've already listened to that book twice uh, in a couple years. And it's really transformed my consciousness listening to that, that text. Uh, so those are two that, that are jumping off uh, right away. And then I'd say, um, wow, I, I love poetry. So the, the poetry of John O'Donohue. Okay. Check out his work. Uh, he's kind of a mystic and a spiritual teacher and just phenomenal, phenomenal. Are there any resources out there that people can go and access online to kind of get a hand on this or just use? And also, is there a resource that you use personally that you think is either not widely known or just, you know, very useful? Well, I'd say that, I mean, there's, there's, there's all kinds of great, you know, articles and things you can find on astrology. If you're interested to go deeper, uh, you know, I, obviously I have my website. Um, if people want to pull up their charts, you know, they can yeah. do that for free on astro.com, which okay. is a great, it's a great resource for people beginning. That's how I started pulling up charts because you can pull up as many as you want pretty much. And, um, and you can get some basics there. You might be able to get, get an intro report, but I always say to people that the best way to, to just understand the value of astrology, especially if you are more into the business angle of it, um, is to really get, get a consultation. And if it's time mapping, if it's astrolocality or whatever focus you'd like, because no report is going to have all these nuances and textures that, that a professional astrologer is going to be able to see with you you know when you're working with someone i mean how much of it is is all based on these charts and different things like i mean there's an is there an aspect of you know reading the person's energy in front of you or at least over skype or is it all based on you know specifically when someone was born born even and where they were born you know is it is it a combination or is it just solely where someone was born um it's a good question i i mean when i'm looking at a chart of course there's um I, I pick up energy when I see someone for sure, yeah. or, or I hear their voice, but I'm not, I wouldn't call myself an intuitive or an empath that way as much mm -hmm. as someone who's, who knows his systems very well. Um, and, and then there's, there, this is kind of crazy, but there's a, there's a part of astrology. It's very old. It's called orary. Or is just referring to the hour. Mm -hmm. So this is interesting. because If you came to me and you're like, Hey, hey Verdeleuze, where should I live? Uh, based off of these five places. Yeah. Um, that, that moment that you asked me that question, I can pull up a chart and in that chart will be the answer to the question. Whoa. It's, it's called orary astrology. So it's the idea that when we ask the question, the, the moment of, that we ask that has, holds the answer to the question. 
Interesting. I suppose this is the interesting thing. Problem is now you knowing what you know. Do you th do you think mm, do you change the timing of your question, or does that influence you know when you no, ask certain no, questions yourself? No, 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 no. <laughs> mental, man. But, like, I know if you think, oh, is it the right yeah. time to ask this? Yeah. No, but I mean, but the, the oldest kind of astrology is called electional, which means electing the right date and time for what you want. What's the best way people can connect with you if they want to find out more? Yeah, uh, Divine Timing Coaching. Divine Timing Coaching is my website. Uh, I also have this online school, which has some intro courses to things like astrology and, and also some business and career stuff. It's called Divine Timing Online School. <laughs> uh, Newzendler.com. Zendler is my platform, New Zendler. And uh, yeah, there's some really cool courses there. And uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook. Verdaluz, it's my name, like you'll see in the show notes, and you can contact me there, um, Verdaluz at Gmail, so I'm, I'm very reachable. Cool, and finally, what is there anything else that you want to leave the audience with? Because um, I say, this is such a, it can be such a broad topic, it can be a lot of people sort of completely are on board with this, some people are completely not on board with this, is there any sort of final parting words of wisdom you want to leave us with? Yeah, well, uh, first, thank you for today's, uh, today's talk. It's just been really exciting. And I love, I love these subjects. I just say, be open, you know, like there's a, there's another great quote. It's from another astrologer, Caroline Casey. And she said, you know, we use astrology because it works. That's it. Like, <laughs> you know, like that's it. Like, and it's, it's, it's not, um, it's not really ethereal and out there. If you can, just open your mind, just like you use a new software, right? Because it's going to make your business better. Yeah. This is like a, the, you know, the, the highest software, but it's living inside of you. So the more you know your, your operating system, the more successful you can be. So I just say, stay open to that and, and let's, let's look at your charts and we'll, we'll dial in a, you know, like how to upgrade your, your operating system. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Cool, man. It's been really fun. Thanks a lot. Cheers. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. This episode is sponsored by TEDxCelerator. Do you want to do your TEDx talk? If the answer to that is yes in any way, shape, or form, or you've always thought that would be a cool thing to do, if you've got any questions, Chris, please do reach out to me. AdamWalkerUK at me.com is my personal email. That will jump straight to me. TED Accelerator enrollment is open three times a year, so please do reach out. We may be just about to start one. We may be in the middle of one. We may be just about to finish one. Main thing is reach out today to secure your spot on the next upcoming TED Accelerator, and there'll also be some pre-work for you to do. So it's best time to start taking action on this is today, and we'll get you secured when the next group goes through. Also, if you want this to happen now, 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 there's also ways we can accommodate you in more of a one-to-one -one bespoke manner. All right, speak to you soon.